that striped shirt Dave's got on. It's like Waldo. I got him that shirt for his birthday because it's tri-blends and he's like obsessed with tri-blends. Oh my god, with the tri-blends. He tri-blend. does love tri-blends. He, he doesn't love that it's stripes though. So don't, it's don't tell him he looks like Waldo. Dave, what a wonderful shirt. I can see you in a crowd. Like striped shirt. They like it so much. They love your shirt. It's so That's great. What talking about. Two thumbs How? up. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 32. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two masked men of magnificence. Oh, wow. Dave Grimm and Dan Colonna. It's like that. I do. Magnificence. It paints the picture that we're talking about like a superhero game, but Mark, what what game are we talking about today? The opposite of a superhero game. A game of sadness. Uh, Black Cross. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Blackwood Crossing. Blackwood Crossing. Yes. <laughs> Which involves masks and magnificence in certain ways. Yeah, sure. Mo- mostly maleficence. Men- menif- Wait, what's that word? Maleficence. Maleficence. Uh huh. I can't speak. Like, like, got like the witch from Sleeping <laughs> yeah. Beauty? Yeah. Maleficent. I always have trouble with her name. Mm. Well, mm. here we are. <laughs> talking about Anyway, how's everyone doing? Uh, how's life? I'm alright. It is currently. The time around our birthdays, Mark. Yes, that's true. This is the great, mine, the great the time birthday in between. <laughs> the, the apex. The rare times where I, it is past my birthday, and so my age is now two years older than yours. For like the the one week that this is true, it's, it's the six day, the yeah. six days of glory. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking back to our two years ago when we made one of uh-huh. the biggest mistakes in our lives. Now maybe you, could, maybe you could tie this into uh, into the game, but do you remember? Uh, I don't know what, what we you're did talking two years about. ago. <laughs> two years ago, I was I was thirty. I turned thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no recollection. And we went to L.A. Right. Oh. And we visited LA. Hollywood. And what did we do while we were in Hollywood? We went past Man's Chinese Theater. We visited. Uh, Oh, <laughs> when we could have been on the, the what was it the Jimmy, on the Jimmy Kimmel show? Jimmy Kimmel? Yes, but well, do we think we no? That's not the part that, that I was. What did we Wait, do? Guys, look, past Capitol Records. What is that place? Remember we, we we went and got ice cream and we yelped what was in the area? Oh, the Museum of Death. The Museum of Death. You guys went to the Wait, Museum pause. of Death before in we, L.A. Before we get to what the Museum of Death, pause. the Jimmy Kimmel story is we got approached by this man. Oh yeah. Asking us if we wanted to be on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and we were leaving for the airport the next day. And like, yeah, yeah. so we had to be at the show the next yeah, day. Yeah, like, he said, "Can oh, you come back here tomorrow?" On, yeah, yeah. We're like, "Oh, we could have been on the Jimmy Kimmel show." Yeah, would have been amazing. And then Dave smartly tuned in. Yeah, I, Dave, what was I, that segment? I had Jen record Jimmy Kimmel the next night or whatever because I was curious to know, figure out what bit they were going to involve us in. The bit was um, they were approaching people on the on the strip or. And uh, they, Jim, Jimmy was asking them, like, three questions. And based off of their answers to the three questions, he would determine whether or not uh, they were lovers or just friends. <laughs> <laughs> or, or family. Like, like, he was trying to figure out their relationship. So I can only imagine the, the questions he would have come up for the two of us. That we Like, what would we have said no to? Because he wasn't going to go to the point where, like, did you guys you know, have intercourse or something like that. He was going well, to probably like been he, awkward. Yeah. But he was like, have you, have you guys built furniture together? I'm like, I'm, I'm sure Mark and yeah, I have built furniture sure, yeah. together. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys ever cuddled? Yeah. We were, we were in the same bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in a hotel. <laughs> See, that stands out way more to me than the museum of death. But yeah. now that I remember the museum oh. of death and how horrible. Yeah. If I was with you guys, I would not have let that happen. Mm-hmm. It seemed like such a good idea. Yeah. We were yeah, just like, like oh, that'd be it was really high on the, on the like top 10 things to do in the area. What's there to know? Oh, there was some, there was some darkness. It was a uh, lot of darkness. It was like the whole room for serial killers. Wow. Yeah. And it was just like photos that, you know, like very disturbing photography like, that I never yeah, want to talk about. It's like, not safe for work. This is really gory. Do you want to click on this? And I'm like, no. And in the museum of death, it's just, there, there is no, there is no you. opportunity to say no. <laughs> it's the, just only, there. the only relation 
to this I can have is that when I went to the mob museum in Las Vegas, there was like the a room full museum? of the weapons they would use. And some of those weapons were pretty gruesome. You know, like yeah. torture and also murder weapons. And I was like, ooh. But that's about as far as it went for me. The rest of it was like, ayo, bopity boopy, you know. And I was like, I relate to this. And then that was it. <laughs> I was done. Was Probably that, a better decision that because mean? we saw the weapons and what they were used for and as they were being used. Oh. And it was not Wait, good. they had recorded deaths? Pretty much. They had, like, they had things. They yeah. had things. They All had right. weird, and they also had weird, like, cult videos that were, like, yeah. you know, like, about, like, you know, don't worry about when we drink the Kool-Aid, basically. <laughs> it's we will be all be raised be up together. Great. We'll get on that comet right to heaven. Well, this yeah. is probably very topical. Huh? What you say <laughs> for this episode? I would say so, because our episode involves this. But before we get there, Dan, can you bring us up, Dan? Man, up I don't know. I've been, like playing video games as i do um i just finished pokemon omega ruby if you even care about that i is I, that is that before salt silver after is much. it before did you did you turquoise bronze did you have uh, mudkips i did mud not kips. have mudkips i chose uh the grass starter because it's not like in my head i'm like this is trico like a yeah but i named him troy trico. i named him troy the trico he's now a septile yeah. So you gave up on uh, Earthbound. I didn't give up. <laughs> I, I, I don't say the word give up. I, I, I definitely put it on he, hold. He just stopped playing it. Yeah. The race the race it. between you two to beat Earthman is like a race oh, between because a Dave's really playing that right now. Oh, I have like better news than a pebble. <laughs> I have better news than that. Pokemon, thank you, but whatever. I got arms Ooh. for the Switch. It gave yeah. me so oh. much fun. It's it's it? the the spiritual successor to punch out, I believe. I don't think so it's isn't just like your punch. You just go boop. What do you call punch like, out? Is it rock'em sock'em? What is uh, it? Sort of. So you, you, you play as a character with arms that can stretch out like a slinky. And right. you choose. So you have slinky dog arms. Correct. You choose. You can guard. You can dash. You can move around the stage. And you choose which arm to punch with. And you can also choose like attachments for the arms. They have different effects. Some of them Chainsaw? burn. Uh, no. No. Kisses. No, not that either. <laughs> rubber, rubber mallet. Like, that's closer. There is a mallet. There is a mallet. You know stuff like oh, that. All right. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's been kind of uh, a good time. It's. I think it's. Uh, I've been playing with the motion controls, which is yeah, funny. I, everyone I've heard like saying it's like it actually works better with the motion controls. It's more fun. Out. It's more fun. I feel like I'm jipping the game when I use not motion controls when you just play with the controller. So I was like, let me try this, and it's actually not the worst. Like you don't have to throw your hardest punch ever. You know, it's not like that or anything. So it's fun. And the character design is bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Are, do they feel like all very... I remember that was one thing people said. Like, oh, they're like distinct. They're kind of like Overwatch characters. They all have like their kind of They do thing have... Going. Yeah, everybody's got their own thing. Like there's one mummy character who's notorious because if he guards, he heals. So everyone does a thing called turtling with him, which is just you kind of shell up and you heal like a, you know, mm. wuss in the corner. Um... But there's also, like, the average character. It's a little less like over, uh, Overwatch because they're not but distinct. But there are characters with abilities? They have abilities. Yeah, they each have abilities. Uh, I don't think each of them have more HP or damage than the other, but they do get more damaging attachments. So, damaging attachments? Uh, yeah. How, how is that any different than doing more damage? Well, I don't think it's damage based per character, but they also, like, overlap a lot of attachments, too. So it's not mm. like exclusive. There's a few exclusive attachments to each character, but exclusive attachment. Yeah. But it's a kiss gun. It's fun. <laughs> Nintendo's going off the wall with this thing, man. The Switch is awesome. Uh, I think they're Switch, really the trying. Switch is giving it to you. Got my Metroid Prime Four coming. It's great. Yeah, Eventually, like sooner. Here's a here's like a this will be a good future bet. What comes out first, Death Stranding, Metroid Prime Four? I'm gonna go with Death Stranding. Death Stranding. You you already I'm saw. Go. You've already seen some. Footage. Yeah, you, but it's all you Kojima. saw was the title. <laughs> yeah. That's rude. I'm going Metroid Pie 4. <laughs> okay. Book it. Episode 32. All right. Y'all gonna owe me uh, what? steak dinner. All right. You can have a sandwich. I don't steak. even like steak, but I'll eat it just to What's make you pay a lot so, of money. But that's uh, <laughs> that's the Dan Colonna briefing. I think. Uh, briefing. I'm gonna briefcase it over to you, Mark Magro. You briefcased it. To yeah. Me. Well, I'm glad briefcase. you're enjoying a game because I'm in like a Dave Grimma, Grumpy Goat mood. 
because I what? feel like that's rude. I'm just very home with everything. <laughs> I can't find fair. a game. I'm really I think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dave's whole thing. Is like I just want to play Overwatch. It's fun. I mean, he's not. It's it is until you and I only play, and then we're like, this is the worst experience of our lives. <laughs> no, it's just like I feel like I'm having a hard time finding a game that I'm in the mood for. Hmm. So like I was playing Neo. Okay. I was texting you guys earlier, and it's good. I like. I I think it's like a nice, like arcadey take on the dark souls formula like i like the stance changes you can do and you can do that like kai thing where you can get your stamina back if you time out a thing i think the that super animal attack thing i think is a little op personally but um i got like five six hours into it and i was just like i don't know i i think when i was thinking about it i think it's the loot system i don't like because one of the things I liked about Dark Souls is like, you know, there, there was these items that you had to kind of go out of your way to get there. It was like always the mystery. It's like, Ooh, what is this item going to be? It feels worth it. And with the, I think, Dan, when you were talking about it in an earlier episode, you described it. I think one of your friends was like loot pinata. Yes. I think was the phrase. That was the used. phrase. And I think it just kind of cheapens my appreciation for yeah, the Yeah, because you don't feel like you earned that thing. Yeah, it's like it's that same thing with, in Borderlands. Like right like just because it's so, so random when you get a go- something good that like it it kind of cheapens i mean you get excited about it but you don't feel like you you especially earned yeah. um that gun i actually feel like uh destiny made that mistake too. it does any random mm. loot system it's like oh yay i rolled the dice yeah yeah Whoopee. and when you get that and when you especially when you there was a big thing i thought with neo it's like you you literally will get in a, a mission 40 50 weapons and it's like, I'm not going to take the time to look through each one of these and look right. at attack power. Is it higher? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, done. And, like, that and, like, the whole mission structure where it's not an open world, it's, like, these set missions, and then you realize, like, the items that you pick up are there if you just replay the mission. So it just makes me feel like there's nothing really, like, super secret or valuable. So, like, why wouldn't I, bo- yeah. why would I bother go through all these things mm-hmm. to kind of get these items? Because yeah. then you can grind them necessarily. So... I don't know, I, I might come back to it, but I wasn't feeling it, so I, I started playing Watch Dogs 2, wow. uh, which is a little old by this point. It was like 20 bucks. I was like, I always was interested in this. And I remember the, a lot of people saying the first one was kind of like, it's such a, uh, Eden was such like a boring character, and it's so clear in this one they wanted to do the opposite. So it's it's legitimately funny at times, like Marcus, the main character. Marcus, not Hey, Marcus, it's you! It's it your is. name to a T. Yeah, he's like a large African-American hacker, just like me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he's, like, legitimately funny, and his dialogue with the other, like, hacker guys, are it's funny. Um, and, Dave, you would appreciate this. It's, like, one of those things that literally controls, like, GTA, but it really pushes you to be stealthy. Mm. And you have all these tools at your disposal, so going through the game without killing anybody is very doable. Um, I mean, driving across the street like GTA and you not hit a pedestrian, that's sometimes hard to do. But like, but then on that flip side, sometimes I got like frustrated with like a mission, like replaying it over and over. Cause I keep getting caught. So I would just start mowing people down and it feels like it doesn't work with the narrative. Mm. So it was, it was like, I, I'm liking it, but at the same time, I'm not loving it. And I just feel like I want to play something I love right now. And mm. I'm struggling so to find something. There's a Valkyria game coming out or is out soon as your revolution. Right. Whatever. Isn't that yeah. like your series? I don't uh, I right. liked Chronicles a lot, but I don't know they changed it. Now it's like a oh. RPG RPG. I have Persona 5 sitting on my shelf and I want to play it, but I realize that's 100 hours. And I'm like, am I ready for that kind of commitment? Well, what's coming I up? I don't think anything's coming up. And nothing, really, the next thing I think I definitely want to play is Uncharted Lost Legacy, which the time of this recording is, I think it's August, it's like mid August. So I have time. But I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little ho hum right, right now. Well, that's probably a perfect segue into the yeah, night. The ho hum existence is on the train <laughs> with Blackwood Crossing. So the game we played for this time, Dan. I don't know what I don't know what this crossing game is. Yeah, I only know the Bone Thugs and Harmony it song. Took a long time to say that stuff. Me Crossroads. I... Meet you at the crossroads. crossroads. The fact that that song's not in this game very disheartening. Mm. Right. like a perfect opportunity. <laughs> so, Blackwood Crossing, you ask about, eh? I did. Well, Blackwood Crossing is a story-driven first-person adventure game, an intriguing mm-hmm. and emotive tale exploring the fragile relationship between orphaned siblings, Scarlet and Finn. When their paths cross, 
with a mystical figure, an ordinary train ride evolves into a magical story of life, love, and loss. That's actually a pretty good decent ride. Yeah, I almost feel like I don't have to do my little ex- explanation. <laughs> I actually feel pretty... I actually learned a little more about the game. Just anyway, now? Wow. Just well, now? A little bit. The game is very positively reviewed, which we should discuss. And overall, 94%, 85%, whatever. Popular user-defined tags for this product are adventure. Come on, come on, come on. Story rich. Female protagonist. Come on. Indie. Yes. And this game is definitely an indie game. It was developed by Paper 7 LTD. I feel like when the game's not described as indie, I feel like something's missing. I feel well, like it's like know, a chord that like didn't... Um, right. What is that term? Oh, I forgot the term. It's my, like, music, <laughs> my music theory teacher's going to be so, so mad. Well, Metronome. If he hears this, tell, you know, reach out. Let us know what we're doing. I, I will say that whenever there is no indie tag, I feel like we've let the listener down. Like yeah, seriously, like we're playing. That's the word. Nice. I'm glad that you resolved that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think I think Mark is hankering for a little more of a layman's terms description of this game, wouldn't you say, Dave? Yeah. So I do because you know. play this game as a redheaded girl, Scarlet, and you gotta find your brother who's been. Why is her hair color important? Just it is important. Because her name is Scarlet and her hair is red, and it's yeah, one of the few really things reach. you can make out in your reflection in the train window. Which is a key Ooh. to a later element. For full disclosure, Dave's wife, redheaded. Mm-hmm. True story. Yeah, full on ginger. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's definitely part of the game's mechanics. But anyway, you, you. I'll get to its importance later. Anyway, but my. Um, so you play, you're trying to find your brother who's been playing around this train. As you. Go on the train, you find that things are getting a little bit weird. You start finding people <laughs> in masks, and things get very, very trippy, very Alice in Wonderland. I believe your mm. your uh, Scarlet even says, "I feel like I'm looking through the looking glass." She yes, does. she does. And I think that's it, it. Feels very like it, it's not very long in the game when you realize this is this is not crazy. reality. <laughs> this is not reality going on. But before we get to kind of all the things, I think. As I kind of read through the tea leaves of Dan's snark, I think the first thing we should start with is the the kind of gaminess of it. That Mm -hmm. this is an indie game, and it felt like an indie game in the bad ways, as well as the good ways. All right. (laughs) This game has very clunky clunky controls. Uh, Walking feels sluggish. The graphics are passable. I think it looks good. Yeah. Well, Well, pause even on the walking. I think this is the first like walking simulator. I guess it's mainly a walking simulator. There's some puzzles and stuff, but they're they're pretty straightforward. But has there ever been a walking simulator where it really tries to simulate the the bounce of a walk before? Is that what this game like, did? I don't recall that. Yeah, like, there was, there's, like a a little, there's a little bounce uh, to every step. I mean, like what? in first person shooters, sometimes they, they give the good bounce. That's kind of similar. Right. Yeah, but like I can't think of another walking simulator where it really feels like oh they're really trying to simulate. The the hop. I won't. To it. I'm not gonna like, lie. I didn't notice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I noticed that. I was like, this feels weird to walk around. Huh. You felt like yeah. Sephiroth around the books. Oh yeah, like kind of like <laughs> Sephiroth around the books. And Dan, Dan used the word clunky. I think it's perfect. It's like it feels. You don't feel like it's. You know, for such a simple thing as walking, it doesn't feel good to walk. No, it, it, it doesn't feel good to get around in this game, and it, uh, it made me feel pretty anxious. That I was like, mm. it's right there. Why am I so slow? And maybe you're trying to build yeah. tension. Fine, say that. But it didn't feel intentional. It didn't feel like that's how they wanted it to be. My problem with the hyper specificity of like yeah, the, the hitboxes <laughs> yeah. for like the doors and stuff like that. Like like I'm right. like, oh, I'm looking at the door. Let me let me open right. the door. You need the knob. Like, you, you gotta look the, at the knob. Yeah, but like <laughs> you needed it like on your like tiny tiny reticle like. Do you yes. even have a reticle, or you just had to get it in the center? No, yeah, it's a little reticle. Yeah, it's a little little dot, and yeah. you need. To, and it, like you're saying, like even like talking to certain individuals, like you're pointing at their face, but it's like a certain point yeah. on their face. So you got to yeah. figure out yeah. where it is. Actually, we were talking about Simon Says a little earlier. That there's a point in the game where you're given a chance to play Simon Says with your little brother, which is great fun because he just <laughs> yells at you all the time. Play, come no, on, do it, do so, it this. So I didn't open the window. I missed the window one. And mm. I was so frustrated because I was at the window. I'm like, I'm looking at the window. 
<laughs> I am in front of the window. There's no oh, other yeah. window. I what are you talking part. about? And I, I had to do the slat at the top. I was like, okay, game. Yeah. You could have... Well, I think, I, you don't know so I think they do that specifically for that puzzle later in the game. Yes. I think that that's, oh. that's, I was like, oh, I know this slot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I just wanted to bring that up. That was my biggest grievance, to be honest. But and then what did we think of like the dialogue choices? Because you have these opportunities to kind of give a general. Uh, yeah. It, the they way give you're you an emotion, to like whether it was sarcastic, oh. um, like bossy. Or whatever the other ones, or like, but like uh, sometimes it was different emotions. Funny, yeah, funny, yeah. or it could be like uh, happy or whatever. Mean but was like, on the list I've seen, but I, I, I yeah. enjoyed being able to respond with the tone yeah. that I felt Scarlet should. I always felt like sometimes it came up short, like for like you when that sarcastic one jumps at her too, and she says, "I'm like, it's not that sarcastic. It's, it's kind of like that." I <laughs> you could have been meaner. I would have been meaner personally. Yeah, it's like it's not really that mean. You loved Finn, huh? <laughs> The, well, yeah, did you appreciate that mechanic? Or you I really did. Guy? I liked it. Um, ma- I was mainly nice to the kid the whole time because I kind of got yeah. the feeling. Oh, well, you weren't you weren't mean to your little brother? I Who well, I, never, I was a little brother, <laughs> and I remain oh, I a little Everyone, brother. Every, all three of us, younger younger siblings. That's true. Yeah. We're all little brothers. Yeah, I was nice. We, to we were not in Scarlett's like, position <laughs> as the old eldest. That and I was like, oh, I, I know him. I know what's going on right now. I'm gonna be nice to whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, and the relationship with Finn, I think, is, is a big part of the game. But, and one thing we'll kind of hit before we hit all those other things. So it is pretty much a walking sim. Yeah. The environments are very limited. There's the train. You're in a treehouse. There's Finn's Island. And then everything else is pretty much a recycling of those three things, pretty much. Well, I think that was for uh, storytelling what, purposes. What yeah. But... The train, the greenhouse, the treehouse. Yeah. And Finland. The cave, too. The cave's yeah. there. So it, it um, is kind of a small game. Yeah. And then the other big thing about it is the puzzles. Right. Yeah, but the train's um, long. The train is pretty long. <laughs> yeah. Did we feel like the puzzles were any way additive to the story? Um, or the gameplay? I I enjoyed them. Mm. So that adds something, right? You were just like, aha, I figured this out. Yeah, I mean, I liked piecing together the, the dialogue sequences. Mm-hmm. Like, So if you need to understand, uh, listener, that um, you would speak <laughs> to two masked characters. You didn't... So should we get into the masked characters first? Uh, well, there's, we could just say for this point, there's these characters there you have to like, link up there. Yeah, they'll comments. be like... Let's say there are six ma- masked characters, and each of them are having a conversation with another one, but they're not necessarily next to each other on the train. And you right. have to, or whatever the current location is, and you have to talk to the two people who are talking to each other in order to piece them together to move, to freeze them out of their, like, frozen moment. To unfreeze them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, like, I liked those puzzles because I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, listening to the dialogue, you start getting a sense of who mm-hmm. these people are and, yeah. then, like, the situation. It was but, like, like I'm of... what's actually going on. It was important. Yeah. And I, I just saw, like... Like those were interesting. You're talking like, more about something. like the the password to the treehouse puzzle. Even like that, it's kind of like okay, they have a secret language, mm-hmm. but I, you know, does need to be a puzzle. Uh, one big thing they were thinking about was the stupid candle, where he you have to he Vin lights a fire and you have to get the candle to burn a lock, but you walk by the window. Yes, and oh, close it that out. was the one where I was like, puzzle. why does it keep going out this one spot? Yes, I, I tested like, this. this. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna stand here for like 30 seconds. Let's see if it time? goes out. Like, yeah, right. you want to know if it was timed or not? Yeah, yeah it's not on a yeah, timer. I did that too. Actually, I figured it out that it was the exact spot, and then I was like, that's why they made me close the window during Simon Says to tell me that I can close windows. Guess which right. puzzle I had the hardest time with the second time around? The window one. Yes, <laughs> the window puzzle. <laughs> yeah, stupid windows. But yeah, like, and I was trying to think like, there's the other ones. Then when you get towards later in the game, where you have that black umbra stuff, yeah, and you have and to you get have to it to it. the light. Yeah, I don't know. There's some of this I just felt kind of a little bit like padding a little mm. bit. Like, I don't know, Dan, what did you think? I I loved it all when it came to like Ooh. the. I thought it was good for the story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I gave something. Yeah, it, it gave me something to work through. I didn't necessarily feel challenged through any of these. Mm-hmm. Um, they all felt like our. I don't want to say arduous. They felt like going through the motions, for sure. But it definitely mm-hmm. helped the storytelling along. I think similar to how the mini games helped in Night in the Woods. Like, you know, they weren't like... Just to change it up. Yeah, just to get me to do something, make my make my hands busy. Literally, sometimes. Because you were, like, sucking fire out with this magic you got. And you were often thinking, like, how did she get these powers that 
are now the puzzle solving mechanic. Like, what is going on here? So right, right. it kind of like left that question out there while it was all going on. Yeah, that's fair. And like, I, I feel like to compare it to like when we played uh, The Last Guardian, not that these games are on the same level, but like playing The Last Guardian felt like a, a chore a little bit. But right. once you got past that, the story mm-hmm. was, was worthwhile. And I kind of felt the same way with mm-hmm. Blackwood Crossing that it doesn't, it feels janky. It does, yeah. but I didn't feel like yeah. the chores were as arduous as they were in Last Guardian. No, right. I would definitely agree because in terms of the amount of time they took, yeah, a little bit, a little bit shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so let's start getting into the story. Yeah. So um, right after yeah. we should get so when you're doing Simon says in the beginning of the game, mm. suddenly to your to your right is a rabbit boy, a boy in a rabbit mask, <laughs> and he tells you not to look at him. Now, Mark, you got the trophy for winning at Simon says. Did you not look at him? Um. Yeah, because the the only things you have to not do is what Finn is telling you to do. I don't think he says Simon says don't look. He, at he says don't look to your right in general. Yeah, he doesn't so say Simon okay. says don't. If he doesn't say, oh, Simon he doesn't says, say Simon says this. You're allowed to look at him. Okay. Yes. Because I and was I like, there that... is no way I am not looking at that thing. Because I'm like, the moment I take my eyes off of him, I'm like, it's gonna kill me. Like I yeah. was like, I didn't know what kind of game this was at this moment. Yeah. All I knew was rabbit, rabbit faced boy. Maybe it's Donnie Darko coming at me or whatever, but I was like, For that real. thing is yeah. scaring it, the bejesus out of me. To kind of reiterate what you were saying, Dave, like I think for the most part, we all try to go into these games as blind as we can. Yeah. And the moment I saw that kid, I was just like, oh, oh it's going to be one yeah. of those games. I wasn't ready this for that kid to show up. I, I was thinking, that, actually, that was instantaneously the same like, moment that I thought this game included time travel. I was like, oh, yeah. there's Donnie Darko. It's a time travel video game. Mm-hmm. That's it. Which I appreciate because there's like movie movie posters and one of them is Donnie Darko. I was like, okay, as long as we get a little call back to this because it's totally right. a creepy rabbit. But from that moment on, I think it's clear that this game doesn't take place. in David, I think you said it. It's like, this is not reality. Mm-hmm. This is something else. And you're trying to figure out what it is, what the story is. Yes. And one thing I was kind of a little frustrated with, though, is Scarlet's reaction to some things didn't feel like... It's like she's aware that this isn't real, but yet at the same time, not. I kept getting a heart sense of, mm. what do you think, Scarlet? This is happening because Scarlet doesn't really feel like you. It feels like this separate well, character. For me, I felt like the whole thing was, and I, I feel like this is how I took it the entire time. But like, I, the entire time, I thought we were in Scarlet's dream, and I still think mm. that we were in Scarlet's mm-hmm. dream. Oh, you know, interesting. Like, yeah. Well, okay. Like the, ins- I going. think the entire the entirety of the game is in Scarlet's dream. Hmm. You know, yeah. well, to kind of jump on that, so you, you kind of mentioned that they're orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really the relationship between Scarlet, her younger brother Finn. Mm-hmm. You start piecing together the, 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 the these mm-hmm. figures that you kind of continually run into. These masked figures are her, are her right. Her two parents who have passed yes um her grandparents who mm. have been raising them now her like. grandparents have human-like faces yes where the parents have F- faces, faces of lions yes yeah uh there is the a school uh friend of yes. finn's it's younger like brother. a pig but like piggish but still a human-like face right there's a teacher who was like a kind of old spinster yeah. teacher and then Cam, who, who has a giant paper bag of his hand. Yes, <laughs> which yeah. I think is perfect. Yeah. Now, why do you guys... I didn't understand why he had the one most different mask out of all of the other ones. Who, Cameron? Mm. I, I understand that there's a tension between him and Finn because of the whole story. I, for My understanding is that because he feels like Cameron is the reason that he sees that Scarlet abandoned him because mm-hmm. they, you know, they were close. They always had their treehouse together. Then she grows up and she's, you know, running off with Cameron, her boyfriend. Right. I think he's just has anger towards him. He's not going to spend time Finn because he's the one gone. who made all these masks, making right. him a lovely mask. Mm-hmm. See, but if you feel like this is all Scarlet's dream, mm-hmm. so is she control of her own dream yeah. or is Finn, so why would she have him? Because, because I, I have some like reasoning for it. Reconciling with maybe maybe Finn has a lot of control in her dream too. You know, mm. maybe they have that sibling connection, and they are speaking extra planarly. You know, Ooh. <laughs> but um, interesting. 
but I, I am, I think it's an accurate representation of who Finn is to her. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it's to kind of jump on that point, you know, you start off in the section in the train and then eventually you get to kind of Finn's tree house. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in that scene, that was one of the, you know, I wasn't really kind of sure how to feel about these characters. And the moment that I really started kind of connecting or really kind of empathizing with Finn was in that scene with the tree house where, you suddenly in this this dream state, you do have the ability to kind of give life to give things. life to the butterflies. Yeah, and he's you know you're you know making these things these cut out butterflies with Finn. Yeah, and he's asking you questions about your parents. Yes, and how he doesn't remember them, and and Scarlet's you know you know it's almost kind of better that you don't so you don't miss them as much. Yeah, and it kind of just made me realize he's, he's, he's like, like you don't understand. He's like, yeah, he, you know, he is very much a kid. Yeah, and. It, it wanted, for as janky as this game is, I thought the like the voice acting in this game was stupendous. It's spot on, and, yeah. Yeah, and like it, it was very emotive, and I felt very empathetic with Finn at that point. And there was like that was a little switch moment for me. It was like, okay, I am now connecting with this character very much. I don't know, Dan. What did you think about? Yeah, Finn the exact same outlook on the game's clunkiness, and then mm-hmm. transition right into like it engages you. The first puzzle was actually where it got me. I was like, oh, I'm making their conversation. That was clever. I'll play. Mm. Like, I'll, 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 st- <laughs> I'm, I'll on, be- I'm on game with this. I'll be able to <laughs> stick through. And, and, yeah, like, all the voice acting was, like, first annoying, but then I realized, well, he's my annoying little brother. Yeah. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to feel this way. I'm supposed to sort of grow a little resentment towards him because I imagine that's something that an older sibling goes through. You know, not great emotions, yeah. but they're real. Like, you know, so you start to form that connection. And I think mm. that was really, really well done. And then from that point, as you start kind of piecing together what it is that happened, mm-hmm. there is this kind of idea of fire, and it, it's yeah. brought up a lot that Finn creates fires. Um, he destroys. You were able the, to kind of like harsh, yeah. The the things, things in the treehouse, which had all your arts and crafts projects, and these things that you had obviously built stories and built together. He was he's all like, oh, what if, did you guys decide to do with that scene? Because you have the option that Finn does in a moment of anger where he's upset that things are not going out well. He burns all these these objects in the treehouse that are kind of these memories of, of his childhood with Scarlet. And you have the option where you can let them burn or you can kind of remake them. Uh, did you guys realize this that? This is later in the game, right? I didn't know that. Um, I, re- I, re- I restored, like, I think there are three things the to restore the later. The second? Four. Four things. I restored like all but one, not realizing that I could restore all of them. Because I was like taking the fire out of this one thing, and then I was like, "You have to put it somewhere, right?" Yeah. And like you had there was, there was like an actual fire pit that that you if you're restoring everything, you could just put every, all the fire in the in the fire pit. Mm-hmm. You know, but I like I took the fire out of my painting that I was making. Right. Right. But then I was like, "Where do I put this thing?" And the first thing I put it in was like. A, Another pile of toys. Oh, so I destroyed that, that pu- pile of toys. Yeah, I did the same thing similar to Dave. I, I oh. so you could save like three things. You have you could save all of them. You could save well, all of them no, if you put everything by in the fire. Method, you can save yeah. like three. I guess the oh, three things are. It means that I sacrificed two other ones. Yeah, I didn't realize mm. I could save everything by putting right. things everything in the fire pit. Right. Right. And I, I thought that was such an interesting scene, especially giving you that choice. Mm. Where there for Scarlet, especially to kind of start piecing together what this whole game is, that there is this idea of holding on to the past versus kind of moving away from it. Yeah. As you kind of progress forward and get to the next section, which is Finland, where now Finn is. Oh, actually, I think there's a train sequence section in between. There's lots of train. Of, sections there's a lot of train segments yeah. in between. Yeah. I guess maybe we can fast forward to. So when did you figure out what the heck was going on? <laughs> What I was trying to allude to before with the um, reflection um, mm. in the mirror and you could see that you have red hair, I noticed that um, I put together that when you see imagery of yourself, because there's times where you like you see yourself on the phone too busy to talk to Finn, right? right. And you're wearing like a very punky um, baseball tee, right? Yes. But when you look at in the mirror, your hair is down and you can't really make out what you're wearing because you're wearing all black. Mm. So when I put that together, I was like, this is for a funeral. Yes. I was like, I didn't get there. I didn't realize that there were two different reflections. 
Uh, like, well, well, Dan, when did you start? Because spoiler alert, uh, you realize that your your younger brother Finn is dead, and this whole story is really kind of a reconciling of that. Yeah. This this right. thing post the death. But the parents. yeah, because your your parents died when you were young, right? And mm. you've been left being raised by your by your grandparents, mm-hmm. and you have some memory of your parents you admit to finn in various conversation that you know you remember that dad played guitar and you remember him as tall but you were little so everyone was tall back then and like you can't really remember what he looks like but you remember what your mom looks like but very importantly she says i only really remember what she looks like when i'm dreaming yes right and that so the whole time I was trying to figure out if Finn was either dead or if his sister was helping him through purgatory to mm. get to the other side, and the train well, was like kind of that trip. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was letting myself believe that it was a dream or if it was like mm-hmm. like you were saying an interplane an interplane like like a, it's all about the relationship and not necessarily that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and it is all about that. But I, I was having a, a lot of time trying to figure out like what happened to him and i guess once yeah. i found out about his death i got really upset i was i was trying to figure out how he died for a long yeah. time I mean, like they tell you that like i mean they show you they show you the, his, the, his ship getting right. taken into the sea because he was from finland going on an adventure with his with his makeshift boat yeah it's a boat they made right. together in the treehouse or whatever and when he was yeah. on his first voyage with it it sinks dramatically and and yes kills him it. Yeah. And it was actually, it wasn't really until that point I started kind of, I was like, oh, it was actually in the conversation, there's a puzzle right before then where you have to pair up conversations again. And I think it was the dad's comment. It was just like, something like, you know, don't beat yourself up or something you like that. Like, you didn't know right. that you could. Don't ever think you could. Yeah. And the that was when I was like, oh, Finn is dead. Like, yeah. I, I was thinking this whole thing is like, and I think it really all centered around their relationship. And then mm-hmm. it was the realization that for me at that point, it's like, this is all about Scarlet letting her brother go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Rabbit yeah. Boy, we should talk about Rabbit Boy. Yeah, we so should talk about Rabbit that's Boy. why I had like a problem believing whether or not it was a dream or not, because this boy, Rabbit Boy, mm-hmm. you eventually come upon his grave, which is on mm-hmm. Finland with two yeah. ends. Don't Isaac. And, um, right. I don't know his last Isaac, name. Isaac something. I can't remember his last Wal- name. He lived Walden. for about Wal- nine Walden. years. That's awesome. Isaac Walden lived for about nine years, and he his grave is on Finland, and it was it's very old. It's from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And you learn, and she even says he died so young. Yeah. So instantly, mm-hmm. like that's his guide to the other side. Yeah. Like in my theory, mm-hmm. like that's like I also died young. At, on that island. You. Right. I they both died on that island. The, so like that was part of it, and then, it, it, so like you learn that he's not an enemy. He's Finn's yeah. only connection to yeah. the other side, and, really. But at the same time, like I did see him. As because as I remember creepy. specifically, he was he's weird. creepy. He's <laughs> definitely weird. creepy, and there is very much the element of that that kid, because Isaac is dead, that he is you know he is death, and that the mm. whole thing of kind of Finn kind of his relationship with him, where it's caring. There, I remember mm. specifically that one scene well, where the rabbit boy has his arm around him, like trying to console him. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is very much he is on that other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember specifically She's, when you're on Finland and you have that little thing. And you, you first go through the items. cave. He tells you that yes. he's he's trying to take me away from you. Yes. Right. And so then it was like putting that together. I was like, okay, so because mm-hmm. I didn't really get the whole he Isaac died thing in this until cave. afterwards. Yeah, and it was like, why is this grief here? Who are these people? Mm-hmm. But then you know, just kind of realizing, okay, that that Scarlet and Finn know everybody, but mm. he's the one person in the mask who you don't. Yeah. And that's kind of the only other identity you're ever kind of given. Yeah. Right? And it makes sense and for you, the ages and, you and the way he's dressed. find out, yeah, that he's dressed like he's from the past with that little, like, sailor boy outfit, whatever right. Yeah. And he has specifically on his arm, on, mm. on his shirt sleeve, the, is the, the crest. insignia, the crest that's on the on the father's statue that's on Finn. Right. Oh. Sam- Samuel Walden. Right. Samuel Walden. But yeah, so, you know, you're kind of re- recounting these memories of Finn, and you get the sense of how, like, there is, you know, that's what, like, when you say it's, like, Scarlet's dream, I kind of get that, some mm-hmm. some things of that, because there seems to be kind of these, uh, what's the word, kind of creations of her kind of Apparitions? guilt. That she kind of, yeah, yeah, of her guilt of kind of ignoring him, that if she wasn't, mm-hmm. maybe things would have turned out differently. Right. Uh, but then you're also given things about, like, I remember specifically towards the end. It's her uh, dream plus. 
it's a little, it's a little bit more plus. than a dream. It is definitely. It's like New yeah. Game Plus, but it's like uh, it's when you're on Alpha Brain. No. Um, so, you know, and especially I remember towards that last sequence, uh, there was a comment made by Cam where it was just like, you know, I'm, I'm here for you right. if you, you know. need me. Yeah. And so it, it was at the point, it's okay, so like this is kind of post so this ha- this does have to do more with scarlet mm-hmm. because how would finn know these comments mm-hmm. like there was the, the touching scene by the campfire where the teacher had his notebook and like it's like i don't have the heart to create it yeah um yeah so then we'll kind of get into like the, the final the segment where you're you finally pull off one of the masks you pull of off, mom and the, you pull off yeah. your mother's mask because you go to the treehouse and your father lion Right. Gives you a boost up because you can't reach the, the ladder, King, if you will. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and you have the opportunity to say like, "I miss you, I love you," or something else. Right. And the third option, I, which did you say? I uh, I think I love you. I, I, told I, I said I, I miss him. you. Uh, actually, it, I'm very dense. It took me that long to realize, like, okay, they're dead too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, definitely the case. I was like, he's like, you know, your mother and Finn are waiting for you upstairs. Right. You know, yeah. Which at one point was, I'm like, am I gonna die? Am I dead too? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Done? I didn't know if she yeah. was dead. Also, especially with mm. the ending, ending. But we'll get there. Yeah. So you go up yeah. to the treehouse. You go up to the treehouse. Finn playing, and he's scared. He's there. worried. Right. Not right? playing. It's the opposite. <laughs> and, and he's worried, and and you see the figure of your mother looking yeah, out, holding her hand out. Right. right. Mm. waiting then, for him because they're always like that, frozen in time these characters right and you go yeah. up to her and he says i can't remember mom and then you take off the mask and she has she's, no face yeah she's f- faceless and my right. body like tensed up and oh. all the hairs on my back stood up to a needle point and i was like yeah oh, I, I, I mean it, like i knew what was gonna happen immediately like I the, like i was gonna draw the face because like they built into scarlet's story that she's a talented artist right. just like her mother right. was but I was like, I was like, and they give you the, and then you get to do the controls. You get to draw her face and then put it on her for, so that way he knows and can feel safe that this right. is actually his mom. Right, right. And the entire time that I'm like drawing it for him and just moving the, whatever, the left stick or the right stick back and forth to draw it. I'm like, I'm just crying. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I know, honestly, like you're even talking about it right now and I'm getting a little choked. I'm just thinking about it because there's something so endearing about when you really think about it it's this kid who's died and he's scared to go to the other side and you're trying like yeah. you know and, be and protective of him to, to make this such a comfortable transition so you're filling in the blank of what he can't do hmm. himself <laughs> so I'm like actually it, joking up it was a touching moment it, it was yeah, it really was was. nuts because like it scared the heck out of me and the, the last touch of like her face actually having a moving mouth I think it was the first time you actually see a character speak with their mouth beyond Finn. Like, every other character yeah. doesn't have that because they have masks on. So you kind of, mm-hmm. like, realize you're only going to ever really kind of hear Finn. And mm-hmm. and so, like, I was like, oh, she's fully animated. This is polished. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it, yeah. was it was heartbreaking. And yeah, and that's, it. like, this game, as we, you know, start kind of pulling everything together. Like, yeah, it was, it was the, so well done. The, yeah, like, the, the, the control was really rough. But this story was so touching right. and yeah. beautiful, and it's such a shame that it doesn't control better than it does. Yeah, yeah, um, but it doesn't hurt it. But I, don't think. I feel like it's easy. Yeah, to see I don't think it hurts it enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, some things I wrote down to kind of like remind me, like we talked about Virginia not too long ago, and I thought this worked better. Where Virginia, we we all kind of made the comment where we didn't know what was real and what was not real, so it kind of got frustrating because yeah. we didn't know. Yeah. Where did the line board this kind of immediately when you see that boy, it's like, okay, this is all crazy. So yeah, but you, I was you, able, but you able do to know, buy it in, 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 in this game, you do know what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of this isn't isn't real, but the relationship statements oh, yes. that are being said are real. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't need to justify it's like, okay, there's a tree now growing in this, like, why is that happening? It's like no, yeah. no that's the rules are kind of bent. Yeah. Um it also really reminded me of did you guys ever see the movie of where the wild things are? I didn't. I didn't see the movie of that. No, I didn't, did it you read was, the book, Dave? I, yeah, I've read I've read it a lot of times to Natalie. I don't know. There was such Let a, the wild you know, rumpus like a, begin. Yeah, and like such a classic children's tale. And I remember when the movie came out, people got really frustrated with it because it was marketed as a children's movie when it's really not. Oh sure. It was. It, I, I think Dave Eggers did the script for it with Maurice Sendak. Like it was really about this 
this, you know, fantasy ex, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A way to demonstrate a, a young person's emotions through these very fantastical means. Mm. And in the movie, it really, really heavily relied on that. And just what the character says and the things and how he was afraid and all the things he was just trying to get away from. And it wasn't kid-friendly at all. It was dark and upsetting. And I remember sitting in the theater, I went to see it, and like parents with their kids, and they're all just like, what is this? And it was not what you think it is. In all honesty, I was afraid of that book when I was little. Those monsters monsters were scary drawn. Drawn scary. drawn scary <laughs> and i think that like like that book like in that movie like this game i thought really did such an interesting mm-hmm. thing of taking real child's like emotions yeah. taking child's perspective and putting like ways of expressing it in such interesting ways mm-hmm. like i just thought this game it's a shame it didn't ha- i thought for me personally i thought my final word on it like I, the puzzles i didn't really love mm-hmm. i thought i would have liked it more if it was just a walking sim mm-hmm. to don't take away my hurdles to get to the story. I liked the kind of conversations with the things. See, but I, this story was just, I thought, really, really powerful. I felt like most of the puzzles were f- for you to spend more time in this world mm-hmm. thinking about what's going on. Yeah. Like, that, a way to force you to spend more time and think. Yeah, because it is short. I mean, and like I, I know I did mine under two hours, well, definitely. Like, I think it was important for him to, like, put those little, the you know, put play with Finn... And put the things back together on Finland so that when mm. you spend more time investigating Finland and, and, and you know, noticing the grave and noticing the statue, you know what I mean? Kind of like when you have, when you're dealing with a younger sibling and, you know, you're, they make you sometimes do things you don't want to do, but it's because of them. That's I how I was. Them. It was the best yeah. younger brother ever. Sure. Of course, I'll... <laughs> so we'll, we'll give you a final word, Dan. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I, I agree with Dave. I, I definitely think I wouldn't have spent as much time on Finland um, at that point in the game if I didn't have a reason to. And I, I, I got a lot out of that exploration. I got a lot of story. Um, a lot of feels started to grow some more. And then when the game brought you back there later, I felt more familiar with it You know, mm. for that final scene. And then I was familiar with it, and then the game goes ahead and just drops my heart into a blender. Mm showing me how this poor kid dies and it was it was you know gut-wrenching and strong it was a good story strong strong thumbs up thumbs up tears out tissues out dave's we're losing them dave's dave's losing it right now no, it's okay <laughs> i'm just like, i didn't i didn't see that he was dead for a long time you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and then I was like, well, how did he die? You know? Right. Yeah. And then yeah. I lost his sea. And I was like, was it really that simple? Did it, was it quick? Like, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. It really you was. Know, like, and I, I think... I, like, maybe he's just lost. Maybe all these people are gathering around to find. Yeah. No. I actually. He's dead. No. I no. thought the twist was going to be that Scarlet was dead, actually. Mm. I thought that mm. you were walking but her she through was, purgatory. But she was the key, the key, the light to save him. Right. You know, we so. need to pick ourselves up with a mop well, right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> but Blackwood Crossing, yeah. thumbs up. All Thank you yeah. so much for making Great this play. game. Go play Good it. Job, if you Paper seven. It. Paper seven. Paper seven. Let me Paper a no, thousand. It was, oh, I closed it. <laughs> we'll give you a proper credit in the tweet. Thank you so much. Um, we're gonna segue right, smoothly into. You gotta bring us up now. Oh, bring I, us up I have. I have something. <laughs> so and then you, you got... wake up from your dream and you're left with a little. A little lion so. cub mask. Right. Oh, we didn't talk about that. So when you wake up from your dream, you you have your own mask. Yeah. So that, and you're on a you train. He said he was so, going to make you a mask if you like them. Right. That's true. And so she's on her way somewhere, and you can tell that the dream was on a train because of her train being on one. I'm losing myself right now because it started to transition off. But I thought that was ingenious. And the mask thing was like that's in her brain. Like that's like why you dream stuff. Like you have a little thought and then it becomes this whole dream around that one thought. That happens to me all the time. So she was probably thinking about the masks and I'm on a train. Boom. Sure. Crossing. (laughs) And also my brother. Uh, All right. So – as and brothers know. sometimes like to ask trivia, like in the Trivial Tastemaker. <laughs> so I thought that this would be a perfect segue into a trivia. uh, Trivial Tastemaker, tastemaker about dating sims. 
Dating scene. No, oh nice. wait, before we before we get into Travis, right, right. new season. Oh, yes. new season, brand new season. Welcome to season eighteen thousand. Um, Sex. <laughs> clear scoreboard, zeros, donuts everywhere. But when we look at the frosted Hall of donuts, Hall of Champions, Dan Clona, three silver, three time silver monkey champion. That's right. Dave Grimma, one time silver monkey champion. That's correct. Yeah. Mark Magro, one time silver monkey champion. And Clint. Like, yeah. One Latinum pterodactyl. Oh, right. are we gonna bring okay. that up every time? He is. I absolutely. He came up with the name of the reward, and then he's like, "Oh, I want it. I'm gonna talk about it all the time." Okay, cool. Thanks. But yes, new one being handed out this season. Dan, me, and Dave want a point. All right. We have to talk to dating sims. What is this? All right. So, <laughs> this is inspired by a trivial tastemaker by Dave Grimma. Oh boy. It's dating herrings. Two of them are real, one of them are not. I'm going to give you the title and synopsis of a dating sim, and they're they're mostly awesome ones and hilarious (laughs) and weird, and you're going to tell me which one is the fake one. There are seven, and there's no tiebreaker, so we'll get half pointsies if that's whatever. So do we have to buzz in? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Wait, I don't understand. I was thinking it would actually be trading off, and then if one person doesn't get it, no, that's still. Yeah, I didn't. You can buzz in, but you have to wait till I finish. You have to wait till <laughs> I, I think finish. This, I didn't, Dave, I didn't think this part through. Games. To be totally honest, one of them is not real. No, the buzzing, be buzzing in, but you can't cut me off. If you cut me off, you immediately lose a point. Okay. So you gotta wait for me to finish my three. Why don't we? Why don't we both? Not to take away your taste maker, but why don't we both give an answer? You should. To each one, that's and right. then we'll just kind of see where we land. If we tie, Correct. yeah, tie. that's fine. Right. That's that's <laughs> like that's instead right. of instead of giving the other person the opportunity to get a 50 50. Okay. Well, what if right. uh, you both choose the same one? Then we and both get the point. Or we both get no point. All right. So, listener, don't get alarmed, but the non visual that you can't see is about to vanish for me because I'm going to shut the video on my end so that they can't see my face because I have a very telling yeah, smile. Here Dan we go. is the worst poker player. Don't be shocked. He's okay, like, it has I have all aces. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys still hear me? Okay, everything's good. Loving. I didn't break it. <laughs> yeah, still recording. Good. All right, I don't know how the internet works. Okay, love. So, <laughs> here we go with dating herrings. First question. First set of three. Why would Ready? you want to date a herring? I. It's like a red herring. Okay. <laughs> first game. It's called Paca Plus, and it's about a man and an alpaca. The second game is called Love, Love, Chow, and it's all about the male Pacific Rim cast dating each other. And the third game <laughs> is called Heart Stinks, and Kenji is on the prowl for Gazzy Gals. Who's that last name? Kenji? Yeah, that's the synopsis. That's the character's name. And it was called what? Love Stinks. Heart Stinks. Stinks. The others feel so distinct. Now, a man in an alpaca. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be real. Uh, I'm going to go with the last one. See, I'm going to say the real. alpaca is, is the lie. Okay. Mark out that one. Correct. I figured, it's too straightforward. I figured, there's, no, there's no spin to that. I, I, uh, let's, let's just reflect on the fact that there is a game out there that exists about the male cast of Pacific Rim dating. Just oh, there was mad tension in that movie. No, that but movie? that's such a specific set of people. <laughs> exactly. I saw it. But, I bet they were smooching all the time. So, all right. Moving on to the second set. Mark got the point. Mark's winning 1-0. We got six more sets of questions. Okay. Tomac Save the Earth love story. A guy and his disembodied head in a potted plant. Totally real. Ultimate, heart, <laughs> ultimate heartthrob. A teenage girl and various professional wrestling stars. Or, mm. or kiss of revenge. You and the guy who maybe killed your mom. <laughs> I hope the last one's real. Well, I'm gonna go with that one. The the guy who might have murdered your mom. Okay. No way. I think I'm gonna, I agree with Mark. That's that's the fake one. Wait, you agree with Mark? That's the fake one. That is not the fake one. Oh. Ultimate heartthrob, a teenage girl, and various wrestling professional stars or professional wrestling stars. See, I wanted that one to be so true that I just yeah. <laughs> Can you, so I know. Good. I should really start writing. You should. I think, I, should start ma- I think we Dan, found your. You might have something here. <laughs> my next career. Yeah. All right. So now we so got one one all. Still a mark. Okay. Third set of games. Here we go. You guys ready? Okay. Get ready for the love. Yep. This is such Always. a really good bookend to the game. Uh, all right. First game. Chunky night out. Part dating sim. Part eating challenge. Part my life story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> this one, I, no matter if it's real or not, it's still ridiculous. Meat log mountain. Manly men only lumberjack town dating. Oh, I hope that's real. 
Brothers conflict, teenage girl, and many, many siblings. Many, many siblings. Uh, crap, that's tough. Um, you want me to go through them again? Yeah, it's the I went the through man, them a little quickly. The man meat one. So Chunky Night Out's the first one, and that's Chunky part Night dating out. sim. No, part I'm dating saying challenge. Chunky Night Out's the fake one. So I'm cool gonna go with okay. the last one. Okay, Dave gets this point. Uh, wouldn't that be a great game? It just sounds like something game. you would have come up with. That's all. Oh, you know, <laughs> you gotta have. A, you gotta be a little right. transparent. Okay, so we're tied up one one. Yeah. This is getting very intense. Okay, instead of something instead of games, whatever. Um, Namco High, various Namco characters date. Shibuya Shock 2, the prestigious electricians of Shibuya are back for more love. Or Gakko and Handsome, teenage boys with impossibly sharp chins. <laughs> there's no way it's that sharp. I gotta go with the first one because there's gotta be copyright issues. Okay. It's And like, I'm like, Namco, that's like Pac-Man? <laughs> Um, he just makes out with Mrs. Pac-Man. Maybe, you don't Mr. know. They might get interested with Sue. The ghost. Oh, God. I, I, I wonder if it redefines the power palette. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I agree with Mark, though. I think the Namco one's made up. That one's totally real. Oh. The <sighs> fake one is Shibuya Shock 2. Okay. Is there Shibuya Shock 1? No, but that's why that's why I gave it too. I figured it'd throw you off. Oh. <laughs> it was originally just Shibuya Shock. I'm like, this isn't mysterious enough. I'm gonna make it a sequel. <laughs> so, all right. Wow, okay, so that Namco one's tied. real. One point yeah, it is. I think it's made by Namco. I just don't think it's in America. Um, anyway, <laughs> third game. Isn't that I want crazy? to make out with Pac-Man. He's all mouth. <laughs> He's all mouth. <laughs> third games. Sweet Plum Surgery Clinic. Surgeons fall in love with their patients mid-procedure. <laughs> I didn't love you before I cut you open but now I'm all in I saw your insides and they're beautiful <laughs> burn your fat with me people of contrasting physical fitness date which I thought was interesting to hear or read anyway maybe you made it up Jurassic anyway. Heart a teenage girl and a dinosaur it's that one Jurassic it's Heart one. It's yeah got, it's got Dan written all over with that no, poem. it does that, got that one's totally over. real oh. <laughs> are you kidding me Sweet Pump Surgery Clinic is the one I came up with. Oh my god, that's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) It's so brilliant. Damn. We got two more sets of games left. Your career. What? It's weird? Is that great? That's so good. It's like I have to take out her appendix. (laughs) But she's so beautiful. I'm going to keep her appendix forever. Anyway, moving on. Okay. First game. My girlfriend is the president. A teenage boy and an alien disguised as the chief of state. Bomb boy toy. A girl falls in love with a guy who is an explosive, and love and love plus a real world man in a machine. Uh, I'm gonna go with the first one because there's no such thing as a woman president. Hey, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with the second one, the, the explosion one. Dave gets a point. Damn. Oh. And the the screen art for my girlfriend is president is just misogynist. straight up like, uh, you know, anime girl in her twenties just being president. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'd vote for her. All right, I, w- I would definitely vote for her. So, so we got Dave with two, Mark with one. Mark, you can fight for the tie here, or Dave can just solidify his victory. I mean, I can just pick the same one that Mark picks. Well, I'm gonna make you pick first. Dave. Okay. Just, just Wait, but if oh yeah, that, yeah. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> forever, forever with you. Win over your childhood crush. Lovely long border. Skate to the finish as you compete for the grand prize. A date with Sakura. England exchange plays an American exchange student living in London for a semester of romance. Ooh. What was the first one again? The first one is forever with you in which you win over your childhood crush. I'm going to say forever with you. Wait, can I get a recap there? Dan? You can. So England's that one. England exchange plays an American exchange student living in London for a semester of romance and Right. Lovely long border. Skate to the finish as you compete for the grand prize, a date with Sakura. I hope that's real. I'm going to go with that one, though. What is that? That one is... Lovely long borders? That's your answer? Yeah. That is the fake one. That is the fake one. That is the fake one. We tie again! Fist bump. Fist bump tie. Bam! It's good. See, Dan, this is one I'm okay with it. I love this one. I came up with it like I was having trouble. Because, like, Dave kept reminding me, and I remember the whole time, but I couldn't come up with anything. 
but then it, I came up with it. Him and I was like, I future. know what to do. Dave loves dating sims. This is going to go great. He loves dating sims. So, he just, all right, guys. True. Good time. I don't love dating sims. <laughs> Dave, it's okay. We accept you for how just, much you love dating tell, sims. It's okay, Dave. I just think it's anyway. funny to... I just think it's funny to keep suggesting data, dating sims for the podcast, even though I've never actually done it. How, wait, don't like you want to do Hatoful like, Boyfriend? Hmm? Don't you want to do the Pigeon one? Hatoful Boyfriend? Yeah, Hatoful Boyfriend? Let's not do Hatoful Boyfriend. It's like right, 18 well, hours long. That was our taste anyway. maker. That was very, I think it was very successful. Very I feel successful. very good about it. A very success, successful tie. Just make sure you tell May me a few I more times. possibly your best one. Even you over the rapping one. <laughs> Oh, the rapping one was very good. We could do a rap right now. <laughs> no. <to> tie break. <laughs> or we could pick the next game for the next oh, episode. Yeah. The oh, Dice Machine. I own all of the games house. now. That never happens. Mark, Launch we don't get our $15 credit from PSN for like a month. Yeah, it's like the last <laughs> I'm so day mad July about it. Or whatever. See, yeah, I, okay. I did not do it. I did not buy all the games in the world for. I just love giving I, Sony money. I spent so much money. I was like, all right, here we go. 15 bucks. Oh, okay. Oh, nothing. Well, I was thinking that per- perhaps Steam would get put things on sale oh, in between. Also, listener, if you're listener. like a game creator, developer, artist, and you want to make one of my online dating games or whatever this is called, please <laughs> let me know, and I, I, I'd be happy to like just verbally sign off on that. Just reach out. We should just make I'm not even kidding. That, this um, is not up to date. Uh-oh. This is a problem. We All can't right. roll oh, no. for Turing test. The dinosaur machine has, has rude. The dinosaur it. machine... Dinosaur... Do you want to wait? It's out of date. The dinosaur machine right. is out of date. Yeah, hold on. It's the dinosauric machine. So Dave readjusts, recalibrates. All right, the let's yeah. Mark, Let's talk about. Let's talk Please. about. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> so any topic would do. All right, I would like to talk about the um, <laughs> your, the chances of you ever getting a switch. Uh, zilch. All right, cool. Next subject. Um. <laughs> How do you feel about the direction Mario Odyssey is going in with Mario? Are you confused by it? Hashtag new donk city. Hashtag all day. Er, <laughs> so you would play it if it was in front of you is what you're saying. I just, I don't have, like, I feel like my time to game is so no, no, no. getting more limited now. Like, I can't, I can't take on a whole new baby. What? I can't even get a trophy But you can her. bring this thing with you while baby's crying. If baby's crying, actual yeah, baby's totally. crying. Baby's crying. Let me ignore you, baby, as I play my Nintendo Switch. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> the big thing is if I had a commute in the morning where I was like taking public transport. You can't play while you drive, loser. Totally. No, I cannot play while I drive. I tried that once. It didn't Doesn't go work. Damn, Did what you was really? your other game? You said it was um, Flint Hook and what? The, the Flame and the Flood. Thank you. Flame and the Flood. I have never remembered something that quick. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. I'm always like, what did we well, That play? was the one we keep forgetting. It was the one we keep great? sneaks in there. I picked two right. F games. What's up with that? Is that like a Freudian thing? Saving a pen in is a million <laughs> oh, wow. dollars. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, right, we're right. seeing Dave's code. Look at, oh, look Picking at this. Picking pens. Good. Oh, my God. We're seeing inside the, See, inside the dinosaur why. machine. Oh, you don't have a hypnosis one. Hypnosis? All right, here we go. Hip- no, I don't think so. Oh, God. What is happening right uh, now? This is CSS. Maybe do it again. It didn't save. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, we can. All right. So, Mark, Mark, talk to me about stuff now. Come on. I, I will ask subjects. you questions. Ask me questions. Dan, um, you have to either not wear underwear Wait. for one year. Oh, this is a Dave or question. Or get kicked in the balls oh. really hard by a steel-toed boot. I would rather not wear underwear. But, like, even when it's, like... Like all the time, like do you sleep in just boxers? Often, often, yeah. You have to sleep naked then. What? What can I just wear pajama pants? You can't. Wait, but then that, no, that <laughs> plays by the rules. No, this can't. <laughs> I'm adding an addendum to this. You also have to sleep naked. Okay. Wait. All right. So fine, I guess. And it's That's not still... even like a hard kick. It's like a just a little boop. What? There's no such thing as a boop with a steel toe boot. It's a little boop. Have you ever boop. been kicked in that area? Uh, Why do I know, not? Wait, know. I don't understand. The, what is the problem with not wearing undies for a year? Yeah, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of something. You're like you'd sweat. <laughs> this is, you're like this your is Mark's attempt to be interesting. Sweats on the pants. I don't know, it's, man. Anything over getting kicked. Yeah, I, I mean, like I avoid the kick. Okay. Would you rather? Yes. Um. Get kicked <laughs> in the balls, or you should um have to. Go to the Amazon and walk through the jungle without any clothes right. on. It's saved. I'm ready. I don't know. I'll answer next time on Dinosaur <laughs> Machines Game Call Podcast. But Dave, fire up the machine. All right. So just to re- 
The remaining games are Flame in the Flood, Flint Hook, Sexy Brutal, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Passpartout. Isn't that Sexy Brutal game of dating sim? Flint Hook. Oh, oh it's a Dan. It's the Dan joint. What is his name, Dan? Dan Colonna picked Flint Hook, and it got picked as the second game of our 700th season. <laughs> well, what... <laughs> <laughs> and this well, is like you know about this it's a roguelike platformer in which there is are grappling like? hooks. Or you I just think make it that is. Up? No, no, you know, man, I do a it's little of my research. I didn't just pick it because it has cool art. I'm not. I, yes, I did, but also because it's a fun-looking game. But it's a roguelike. I will say this: it is on Fan Gamer, and Fan Gamer don't make T-shirts of bad games. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can just buy T-shirts. I like spending oh. money on things I wear once and then just forget I own. Totally. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, next episode, Flint Hook. Please listen. Mm-hmm. Mark, if somebody yeah. wanted to know where to find us, c- could you maybe direct them in that? I would love to. And I was going to, but you guys keep taking my, my jazz. Maybe we're trying to share the, the jazz. jazz you know, so, on Twitter, we're at <laughs> Dino underscore machines. Uh, <laughs> I'm at MagroCrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac. And you've. I don't want to date the episode. Should I date the episode? No. No. Okay. <laughs> You've listened to us on a normal day. It's a great but day. I got Enjoy. This train wreck. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next time. Like us, you. rate Goodbye. us, rank us. Yeah. T- is... Tell your mother about us, right? We want to. <laughs> we want to hear from her especially. Yeah. <laughs> if your mother doesn't call me tonight, I'm gonna be really peeved. <laughs> <laughs> have to cut this off right now. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and I hope to hear from you guys soon. And hear from us. goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.